What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the All-Star voting, uh, DeMar's recent comments on criticism thrown towards the Bulls at the beginning of the season, going into the mailbag, and we'll be uh, previewing the game against the Washington Wizards tonight. We got all that and some more right after this. All right, so first off, uh, just quick, we kind of went in depth on it in the live stream yesterday, so I'm not gonna go too in depth in it, but I do wanna mention it here on a main episode. So all-star voting ballots have come in, at least the first set of them of the fan voting, and DeMar DeRozan leads all guards um, in that voting. Zach Levine is fourth on that ranking. There's some interesting people, in my opinion, uh, ranked above Zach Levine, but to focus on DeMar DeRozan here, we all know he's been playing way more forward than guard this year. If he really has any logged in any minutes at guard this year, um, but it'd be interesting if if DeRozan was a guard and these votes were still the same, uh, DeRozan would be 30. It'd actually be above Joel Embiid uh, based off the number of votes. So that's interesting there. Uh, Zach Levine being fourth in the in the all-star voting. It It's a little bothersome to me because I do think that Zach has played above that. But again, I really don't, considering all the uh, preseason uh, doubters for the Chicago Bulls, the lack of national media games. Keep that in mind too, especially when it comes to fan voting. There's not a lot of fans who've been able, or casual NBA viewers who have been able to watch and see the Bulls because they just haven't had that many nationally televised games. So because of that, you know, Zach Levine being fourth, I still expect him to be an all-star. He'll be probably named to the team um, as a reserve by the coaches. I just, I don't see a world in which Zach Levine doesn't make the all-star game. But let me know what you guys think down below. Let's start some conversation on that. Where do you think, what do you think about uh, DeMar DeRozan leading our guards? And then where do you think about uh, Levine being fourth in that all-star voting uh, for guards in the Eastern Conference? Do you think that's too low? Uh, what do you think about the people that are named above him? Uh, just let me know what you guys think about that. It's it's our Bulls. You know what? The, the way that I look at it, though, just to, just to get my opinion on it real quick before we move on, is that anything that gives this Bulls team another chip on their shoulder, at this point, I'm going to take. Because... Uh, we, like and that goes into kind of the next topic that we'll talk about but like everything anything that that you can cast any doubt anything that can give these bulls another bullet point anything that they can use for motivation i'm going to take it all at this point because we just keep proving the doubters wrong and to get into the the, the second topic for today so damar was interviewed and he talked about some of the criticisms being thrown the bulls well i'm going to read two quotes from damar DeRozan on this this first one is we took it personally we let our game speaks for itself when it comes to questions about fit, then the next one is we're playing with a chip on our shoulder. We're all in, all in it together. Goal is a championship. We ain't going to cut ourselves short. We feel we can play with anybody. That's the spirit. That's the nature. That's what you want to feel from this Bulls team. And they're showing it, right? It's different to say it. Every NBA player can say that and say that they, that the goal is a championship, but you see it in this team and the next man up mentality and the whether they play for themselves. Even though people try to throw some controversy with Zach and DeMar out there because of a reaction, fuck all that. This team is locked in. This team knows what they can do. This team is playing together and playing for themselves. And they, they believe me, believe me, as much as they're, tr they're trying to si silence the doubters, they see it. They remember DeMar is not only just taking in the, him being the most overrated uh, or the worst signing of the offseason and things like that, the, the conversations about fit. But he still remembers what a lot of people had to say and criticism thrown his way when the Raptors won the win the title. Demar knows this, and when you have a veteran who's been he's the, the the he's been through the most playoff experience over anyone in this team, right? I know McKinney's been on the Warriors team and stuff like that, but I'm talking about key 
role players. And when you when you have somebody in that position and you give them a chip on their shoulder, that really reverberates through the whole reverberates, reverberates uh, through the whole um, roster. And we're seeing that. And then you have a player like Io, second round pick, who's really showing some things. Kobe, the doubters. You think Kobe hasn't seen a lot of people saying he wasn't going to have no role in this team or he should be traded? Everything that's going on. And I want to keep thing. and I've talked about this before and, and this piggy's back yes zoe is not in the top 10 of guards let me know what you guys think about that i forgot to mention that as well but don't 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 let the point miss you that zoe sees all that too and i guaranteed every all-star guard every marquee guard that he faces in guards at, at some point in this season it's going to be game time and be on the lookout for uh, more chips on the shoulder from zoe as well this roster, this team, this is a Chicago team, and I love to see the way this roster comes together. I talked yesterday about AK and his comments on the roster, and it's just, it's a good time to be a Bulls fan. It is really a good time to be a Bulls fan. So it's, its you know, and I know everybody wants to talk about who we're going to, I can't wait till this damn trade deadline passes so we can just cut out all the shit with the trade talk. But when it comes down to it, I am happy with this team. I'm happy with the heart and soul of the team and the way that they continue to develop together. Keep in mind, this team has played less than 30 games together. I know we've played over 30 games, but less than 30 because of injuries, protocol, and everything else. This team still has a lot of growth they can do, even with just this roster. And it's amazing to see. It's, it's so much of a difference in just the last regime and everything like that, that it's, it's a great time to be a Bulls fan. But let me know down below, what do you think about DeMar's comments and everything like that? We're going to hop into the mailbag. Uh, first one up, this is from a 630 area code. And he texts, what's up, Hayes? Just sub, love your content. My question is, with the All-Star break coming up and with how well the Bulls have been playing, who are some free agent signings or trades we can make? Listen, I don't do a lot of trade talk. As, as people who've watched my channel for a long time know, I don't really get into all the hypothetical trade talk. As far as signings, I really think it's going to come down to the buy market. I'm, I'm not seeing anyone, and I know DeMarcus Cousins was waived, but as I've said before, I really do think that that is predetermined that he's going back to the Bucks. That was just a tax-saving move. Um, well, we'll see. This I, I trust AK and Eversley are going to probably look towards the buyout market um, and, and we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with that. But our biggest acquisition may be getting Patrick Williams back. And I know there's been some, uh, some, uh, doubt cast on if Patrick Williams is actually going to be able to come back this season. It remains to be seen, but I do trust at the end of the day to go back to my video yesterday, AK and Eversley, I trust. And so whatever they see, whatever they decide and how they make up the team, I'm going to trust in that until they have a huge miss or something. But as of right now, they have earned every single bit of respect and trust that I can give a franchise. So I'm going to continue to place my my faith in them and we'll see what they what they do. Next text from the mailbag. This one's from Colin. Uh, he says, uh, Colleen, I, Colin, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, my brother. Uh, what's good, Hayes? My name is Colin. Uh, I'm not a Bulls fan, but the NBA is fun when the Bulls are winning. The front office did a great job constructing the roster by adding great pieces like the clutch, uh, Caruso signing Alonzo and drafting Io. I'm rooting for y'all to make the finals. Go Bulls! And this, see, this is a good thing, especially when you think about the lack of national media teams and, and I mean national media games. The fact that somebody who's not even a Bulls fan is recognizing and hoping the best for the Bulls. Now imagine if we had national media games. And I'm not one of those people. Yes, I've been a lifelong Bulls fan, but I'm not one of those people who. I, I shun people away because if they weren't fans or anything like this, welcome it all. I welcome it all. And I, and I appreciate this text and I appreciate your perspective of someone who's not a Bulls fan to sit back and kind of objectively kind of be removed from it emotionally like us um, lifelong Bulls fans are and just take a look and be like, hey, this team did a lot of good things and I'm rooting for this team and I enjoy watching this team play. So thank you so much for the text. Thank you for subbing. Thank you for enjoying the content. All that good stuff. Last bit of, of topic that we got for today. Preview of the Washington Wizards game. Now, I expect 
Lonzo Ball, not to have a big game offensively. I, I've, I've really come out of that. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a box score person. I don't like judging players just off the points that they score or anything like that. But I think Lonzo's going to have a showing tonight. And by that, I mean, defensively, I think he's going to have a, co- a couple of highlight passes. I think uh, the defense and, 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 and just hustle all around out there is really going to be something I'm looking for Lonzo and the improved chemistry, right? Uh, with Lonzo and, and Kobe playing the way that he is now. I like seeing those two on the floor together. I like seeing Io and Kobe on the floor together as well. Um, overall, the Bulls are going to have to come in. They're going to have to play smarter than what they did the last time against Wizards. Hopefully our shots are falling. Uh, more more consistent defense throughout the whole game as well. Uh, of course, having Zoe back, we're still missing Caruso, but having Zoe back is going to definitely help that as well. And I just hope that this team is really anchored in a little bit more than what they were in that last game. So key points. Um, Probably going to try to feed Vooch early. Vooch can get going. Uh, how this team, uh, at this point, I'm not, I don't know if they can do anything for Gafford, right? The penetration as far as getting in the middle and the points in the paint that they allowed last game, that's something that they can absolutely do something about. And I expect Zoe to be able to help with that. Um, even if you have to let Gafford kind of go off and feast, kind of eliminate everything else around it. Like I said, stop some of that, that, that penetration on, on drive and dribbles. And I think that this team can really, um, they, they can keep this game from being as close as it was last time. Now, I know on my live stream last night, I just randomly threw out Bulls by six. But I'm really looking at this game. Um, I'm expecting big nights from DeMar, Zach, as we always do. Um, but I, I really do think that this team defensively has to have a showing, right? We have to have a showing. We have to smother the Washington Wizards defensively in this game to really get them out of it before they even really get a chance to start. That's what I want to see from this team. I want to see, we know the offense is there, right? We know the capabilities of that. I want to see this team get back to that top five defense in the league that they were playing before everyone started going down with COVID. I need to see an appearance of that game. Yes, I know we're missing a key defensive piece in Caruso. Yes, I know um, we have Javante Green out and things like that. Yes, I know all of that. But I need to see this team play great team defense. Uh, You know, if they can get some turnovers and get some easy fast break points, of course. But I just want to see a playoff brand of defensive basketball in this game tonight. That's what I want to see. I think the offense and everything else is going to work itself out, but I want to see that playoff brand of defense tonight for my Chicago Bulls. Let me know what you guys want to see from the Bulls tonight. What are some of the key things that you're going to be looking at? Who do you think is going to be the player of the game? Who do you think may be the X factor tonight? We know it, it usually fluctuates between Io and Kobe lately with, you know, Alfonso McKinney can as well if he can, if he can have a big score nine as well. I already talked very heavily of why I don't think that we should expect high offensive output from McKinney because in more games than not that he's played for us, he hasn't scored the ball well. He scored the ball very well in one game. Uh, and that's not to critique him as a player. That's just to honestly take a look at it. So I think some people are, ha- are thinking he's going to be this offensive threat. And I don't necessarily know that that's always going to be the case for him night in and night out. But this bench still has a lot of talent on it. When you look at the way that Troy Brown Jr. has been playing, especially defensively, even when the shot's not falling, we know Derrick Jones Jr. is in the starting lineup, so there's going to be uh, some limits there. But um, Tony Bradley's back. What does Tony Bradley do, especially looking at Cook um, and how he was? Really, he Cook took Bradley's minutes and almost deserved to keep them if they both were healthy. So Tony Bradley may be on the lookout to show what he can do and why, how he can contribute to this team after a long break and him coming back, especially when you look at wanting to elim- eliminate points in the paint. So, again, that's something I almost forgot about. Looking at uh, 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 Bradley Jr. and what he does for us tonight, I think I really want to see a big showing from him tonight. I don't know if we're going to see Jordan Bell or anything like that. But that's, that's it for me. Let me know what you guys are going to be looking for down below. Let me know what you think about the Bulls and everything else that we talked about on this episode as well. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text or a voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. We are 
the number one place for all Bulls-related news and content. This is Chicago Bulls Central. And like I liked in every episode on, I love you guys. Go Bulls. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.